Hi, everybody. My name is Erin Rodriguez. I am the executive director at Root Cause, and I am talking today with you, Consuela Green. Hello. Um, Consuela has been at Root Cause for almost as long as I have, um, almost four years. Uh, first to um, come be a consultant on a continuous quality improvement project, and then um, to come on board full time and be a part of our team. And we're really glad you're here. Um, today, we're gonna just make you super uncomfortable and make you talk about uh, what you do and why you love your work. Um, but before you talk about that, I wanna talk a little bit about why I love your work. Um, we've known each other for, for several years, having worked together uh, in a previous context. And when I came to Root Cause, I knew pretty quickly that I, wanted you to be part of this team of people. Um, and, you know, at that time, it was particularly to, to focus on this, this project that we were working on in North Carolina. And um, after not long at all, uh, your ability to kind of upend how people are thinking about things, to, um, to in particular bring a, a kind of like, let's get real about this quality to how the, the project was being approached was, um, it was really valuable to the team. Um, and the, you know, the other thing that I think that you brought to the team that, that we did not have in, in depth at the time was an ability to get in a room with people and really hold the space for them to make sure that folks are heard, to, um, to understand how to sort of thread together all the disparate points of view that are coming in into um, ideas about how to move things forward. And uh, you have been doing that both internally with us as a team and on projects for as long as you've been here and um, you're really good at it. And I'm curious where that comes from. If I had to be honest, it probably first came from being a part of a big family. I'm, I'm only one of two children, but uh, in, in my family, cousins are siblings and, and there's like waves of cousins <laughs> based on age groups. And, and I was in an in a age group of about six or so of us. And ultimately, I tended to want to know enough about what we wanted to do so we could get ready for the next adventure so I could listen to everybody and I could figure out a way to, to get us on the same page so we could take off and go have some fun. So I, I really think it comes from way back then, like little Consuela has been sort of a facilitator and organizer of thought to help people get on the same page for a long time. Um, and then how that translated into, I think, my journey um, professionally has been that I've had a lot of real opportunities to work with sort of really dynamic cross-sector stakeholders from like when I started as a researcher at a research institute, but doing community-based research and participatory action um, work uh, with that first job, it allowed me to really understand that like some people may not see the issue or the, the challenge that everyone's trying to address exactly the same way. But often if you make enough space for people to share their perspective, you can figure out where there's some common understanding 
um, and common purpose and then really figure out what you do with that. Uh, so, so you don't lose people along the way, but really make room for people along the way. And I think what you get out of making that kind of space also means you get more of the best version of an idea, the best version of a strategy, um, and then real buy-in for, for folks to come along with you uh, in the work. And I think that happens in all kinds of ways. And, and it's, it's a lesson I learned pretty early on as a research assistant. And then when I then went in to, to work within an education system that, you know, in my main job was like working with the school district to think about family and community engagement. Um, and, and I felt really beholden to community because that, that's where I, you know, that, that's where my locus of where I think the best ideas live um, and helping systems and organizations and other folks really understand the needs of community so that they can be a, a better fit partner for, for and with community, I think is, is, is the undercurrent of, of my work and how that translates into what, what I value with facilitation and, and, and holding space. And so what's interesting is like, as, as much as you were like, oh, now that I'm here at Root Cause, I, I really want Consuela along for this ride with me. I would say when you left where we previously worked, I was like, I really miss Erin. And one of the big pieces that I missed um, about our working relationship that I feel like really shapes our, our work um, and, and collaboration here at Root Cause is you have a tremendous um, ability to really think about what's the kind of internal culture and supports needed for people to really bring their, their sort of best in, into, the, into the work and how do we continuously challenge ourselves as a team and as an organization to be the place where each of us get to do that. And, and I, I appreciate that about you. And even more importantly, I think it really is where I get to make that, like, you know what I'm good at and you make room for me to use what I'm good at, um, both within root cause, but also within the work I do externally with partners. And so when I think about that, like the same way you're like that, I kind of see that in you. I see your both care but also ability to think about um, staff support and organizational culture as, as an innate gift of you. Um, and when I think, you know, each of us have sort of purpose, I, you know, I, I operate from that. And, I, you know, even, even little Consuela's ability to, to, to organize her cousins and friends to, to get the next adventure going. I really do believe it's sort of the some some purpose that was given. It was sort of placed on the inside of me, and that's why it translates so well professionally. And so when I think of some things that really that that I've seen you bring in a variety of of places, it's really the care of of people and talent, um, and and the intersection of like that care with organizational culture and structure. So so where does that come from for you? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I could probably answer a different way on, on, on any day, but it occurs to me right now that um, it's because I'm a host and, you know, I, I tying it back to this, this question of family of origin, I'm an only child. 
of a single mom. And I have fam, other family, but we were not all close together. We were not all sort of always spending time with each other. But my mom had a really close friend who through these really wonderful gatherings of people. And I remember being a kid thinking, I want to do this. And my mom never hosted a party. We were always at Cindy's parties, but she didn't host a party. And so I sort of, I don't know, it sort of grew up in the back of my mind with this idea that I wanted to make space for people. And um, because that is what I love to do, I think I've always brought that to the work context as well. And as I was sort of learning both how to be good at, you know, the tasks of my job, um, as I got more responsibility and in particular was tasked with building teams, I wanted everybody to feel like they had the space to do what they were good at and weren't sort of constantly banging their head against the wall to try to get better at stuff that they could get a little better at, but it was never going to become the center of what they did. So for me, it's really, um, it is about, it's about hosting space for people to really be seen, to be who they are, and to help other people learn how to do that for, um, for the people that they care about, whether that's in a work context or a home context. Um, you know, sometimes I think I should have opened a restaurant. I, I, I don't know if I'm up for the late nights at this point, but that's, I would say, really the origin is about wanting to, to care for people and create spaces for them to be, to be whole and to feel the power of their own value. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about you a lot more than me, though, and I'm glad I get to turn it back around that way. Um, I'm, I, you know, have watched you at, at Root Cause work on a bunch of different, different projects. Um, you came on to be a coach in a project that was focused on continuous quality improvement. And um, when you came on full time, you came on to direct a project that was about that. So you were the leader of that project. And over the course of those two um, continuous quality improvement focused pieces of work, you did a ton, you were instrumental in changing the sort of first draft of how we were thinking about continuous quality improvement. And um, we'll just say that, that even in that work, you didn't do it by coming in and sort of taking a red pen to what a team had already created. You, you did the coaching, you got in relationship with people here at Root Cause. And, and I would say you facilitated a team transformation of a piece of work rather than coming back with a new draft, which I just think has been, been amazing and is an example of how facilitation is at the core of what you do, even if you're doing something that is far more sort of um, kind of an overarching direction of a project. You're still facilitating people as opposed to telling them what to do. So um, I'm curious what you love, especially at Root Cause, and, and how does that, how does that show up? Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Like, I don't know if I've ever talked about like those like core like the way in which I think some of my core strengths or, or gifts kind of play out, whether that's the assignment or not. I, I, don't, I don't know if I've thought about it in that way, but you're right. Um, it, 
I think of across each of the projects I've either been a team member of and or have led here at Root Cause, they've been shaped by sort of both Root Cause's vision and mission of really putting forward um, strategies, frameworks, tools at the community level for folks to do whatever it is that they, they say they wanna be doing, right? So this idea of like, there are mission and visions all day at every organization, every foundation, any public agency we may be working with. And at times there can be a real disconnect between optimum ideal of a vision and mission and alignment with, with partners and um, community members that, that people are, are working in partnership with and or um, in service to. And, and, and what I love about that work is it makes room for me to work across a number of social issues. Because if you were to ask Consuela, you know, what do you most wanna work on? I like, I have a, I have a passion and interest in a range of social issues, partly because of the ways that they directly impact my life, my family's life, the community that I come from, um, and, and being a, a Black woman born in the United States with, with, with generational trauma of the ways that, that systemic racism has shaped who I am and, and, and what my experiences have been. I believe in work that is transforming communities and I believe in work that is bringing systems and people and service providers together in a space to think about how you can reimagine something different and then strategically guide, guide work um, in a, in a new, diff new and different path. Um, and so I love that work and I get to do that work in a variety of ways, whether it's on some of our work that's directly looking at how to build capacity and support um, best practices with social service providers, using our, our program quality roadmap work and continuous quality improvement, or if it's the work that I've been doing um, around collective action and, and partnering with folks like uh, Guilford County with the Every Baby Guilford Project, um, and really thinking about both strategy, design, implementation, and how you do that with a real collective lens and thinking about how you bring those that impact and are impacted by a social issue into not just space as a client or customer of that service, but truly as a, as a partner and co-designer of what needs to be created to really make transformation. That's the work I love to do. And root cause because of our positionality, sort of where we're positioned um, in, in the social sector, it makes room for us to be guides and facilitators mm -hmm. of that work. And, and that, as, you, as you've seen, it kind of directly links to um, what I think I'm supposed to do. Um, and, yeah. and it is because I don't think I have the answer for, for the toughest challenges facing um, our world and, and communities. But I do believe that I can be a part of sort of setting the table um, and guiding, uh, guiding the knowers um, in, in, in a process that help them to name what they most need. And then helping to create sort of that um, collaborative and collective environment where there's some mutual um, reinforcement of, of ideas and common purpose and, and support for change and, and, yeah. and shifting in a new direction. And then what does it take to do that? Like, there's a lot of ideas that get generated. Um, 
you know, if I go back to when I started in the early 2000s, I have so many, you know, spiral bound books of evidence-based this, best practice that. Um, and, and if you get to the core of that, not a lot has changed at the core. It's bring the, bring enough of the right people into a room to really figure out what's going on and what's needed and then identify strategies and, and practices that may get you somewhere else. And then you've got to pay attention and see if it's working and, and how to track it along the way um, and, and see where there are adjustments needed and to not act on people, but act with people, I think is, is an important piece of that. And that's what I love to do. And I get to do that every day, every cause across projects and in our internal work, which is yeah, yeah. fun and cool. You and one of our colleagues, Colette, have this thing that you love to say at the end of this, you know, these really sort of powerful ideas, the, the and is, and we get stuff done. Yes. And, and I, I think that it's that combo of, you know, really having a deep understanding of the, of, of what is understood about the sector of, you know, what some some really great organizations around the country have done in terms of thinking about things like collective impact and um, thinking about how nonprofits can be most effective, bringing that in and really um, being practitioners of those things and, and testing those things and learning along with our clients. Um, yeah, I'm is, a practitioner at my core, right? Yeah. Like, you know, Many of my other colleagues bring some other skill sets into the work, but what, I, what I've been able to contribute here at Root Cause and I think in, in direct relationship with our clients is I've kind of worked across a number of social issues. I've been a direct service provider, but then I've also been a capacity builder and technical assistance provider of, of direct service folks. And then I've worked within systems and or worked, or worked to create collective impact um, initiatives. So because I've had some on the ground experience and in a range of, of areas of that work. And I think in so many ways, there's some interconnection of, of our, our service areas um, in some really meaningful ways. It's been exciting to bring the sort of practitioner lens. So even going back to the like, let's get real. It's the, like, that sounds good. And that really looks good on paper, but here's where we may run into problems or be open enough in our work when we're working with clients to to listen and learn and make adjustments along the way when we're realizing some early idea we had may not work as well on the ground um, with practitioners. Yeah. And yeah. so I, well, I value bringing that to the team. Yeah, I'm super curious, you know, you, you know this, we have, uh, we're, we are almost done with our um, a strategic plan that we did inside. It's kind of like, I don't know, there are all kinds of cliches about shoemakers, children going barefoot. It took us a long, a long time to, to build our own strategic plan in part because we do this for other, other people. And so the meaning felt felt, you know, really important to us, but I'm curious, and it's kind of a two-parter, you and I are relative relative newbies to root cause, which has been around for you know 15 years. I, I'm curious, you know, based on what you know about root causes long history, 
Um, first of all, what are you really proud to be bringing into the future of root cause? What are we carrying with us from the sort of the beginning of the organization? And then, you know, just in, you, you've named a lot about the depth of how we, we are doing our work, but if you do just have sort of one thing that you're also excited about that is new to what we're doing, that we're gonna, gonna also pull into the future. Yeah. So uh, way back some time ago, I was a sort of full-time consultant out here, uh, independent consultant. And I remember I had gone to one small business workshop and they're like, you need to understand your market. Um, and, and root cause literally was like on a list of places where I'm like, oh, I don't like working by myself. I actually like working in groups and teams because I think I, like that's where I get my best and I get to give my best. And so I was like, man, I would love to learn how they created root cause, right? Cause like, I want to have a consulting group. That was my like vision way back when I was a, a independent consultant. And one of the reasons root cause actually stood out to me back in, I'm going to say it must've been like 2014, 13, 14 or so when I had, when, when root cause came across my radar was it felt practical. Um, I had been a part of a national uh, initiative um, in some previous work where there was a lot of technical assistance provided to us, and there were a range of national organizations working with us. And some of the missing pieces that we had in my um, the nonprofit I worked with at the at the time, we still needed some of those tactical how to be a strong and strategic organization. And we didn't know how to do that. And, and one of the things I actually really appreciate about organizational development and, and both strategic planning, but really supporting people to make the practice changes necessary to kind of live into whatever you plan in your strategic plan is those nuts and bolts of how to be a strong, sustainable, viable nonprofit organization, because you have to have certain foundational conditions in place to be strong and sustainable. So what you offer to the community doesn't go away when one funder goes away, right? Yep. Um, and so I'd say the history of root cause as really being a part of occupying some real space and being able to do that with partners in really practical ways, in ways that people can understand, not these like really right. complicated ways. Um, that's really appealing to me for what we have brought to the social sector in the past and that I really am, am, am excited to continue to build on and modify, adapt, and grow into our future work. And, and that piece being really important, how do we support uh, organizations to build some of those real foundational conditions? Things like, do, do, are you engaged enough with your community to really make sure what you're offering really meets the need of community and that that may shift and change over time? And do you have some sustainable ways to stay connected and in dialogue and in, in right relationship with community to make those adjustments? And then really grounding your organization in its mission and vision. Does it, are you staying in, you know, are you staying attuned to that or are you mission drifting based on funding? Yeah. And then one of the other core foundational conditions really is, and, and how is your work advancing racial and economic equity in the communities that you serve? And, and thinking about that both inside of an organization and the way in which an organization engages externally. So being a part of helping to strategically uh, shape that for organizations and then supporting them um, in a variety of different ways to, to strengthen their foundational conditions and 
and really building on that for, for how service looks sort of community facing is powerful. And I think we're building off of the groundwork of, of, of early root cause kind of staking a claim and, and the need for, the, for, for stronger organization infrastructure and culture to do that. The thing I'm excited that we are um, being way more intentional about in our work um, really does tie back to, um, you know, the pandemic, the, the dual pandemic that we are operating in right now um, has created a lot of um, performative acts where folks are talking about racism and racial equity and, and all of the, the ways that you just never know. Like, is there something that's going along with that statement that many companies and corporations and, and agencies, folks have been putting out in the world since, since 2000, uh, summer of 2000 and, and beyond. I'm really excited for the work root cause could contribute to helping people go from statement to strong strategy and then support for practice change and improvement um, with a lens towards racial and economic equity. If I think about where I most wanna impact the social sector, there's an intersection for the most marginalized folks in our community. And that intersection typically is systemic racism and, and, and um, economic inequities that, that drive um, and are rooted in, in sort of the history of, of what created systemic racism itself. Um, and so us root cause being able to bring some of those tactical organizational development and strategic planning and thinking into space with folks that are trying to really activate on um, some of the promises people have been putting out uh, yeah. in their diversity, equity, and inclusion statements um, feel like some really important work for, for us to be a part of. And, and I'm excited to, to be a part of helping to shape and lead. Yeah, you're the one who is always reminding us that we are we are doing work that has not yet uh, come to fruition anywhere, right? We're really, really trying to to step into doing uh, doing what we believe is right. Yeah. Uh, in some cases when there aren't any uh, examples that it's true and we're testing some stuff out. Yeah, I've been calling myself, I, you know, I, I know some other folks may be coining some other terms. Like I think about my work as a social imagineer. <laughs> there's, some, there's some real sort of orchestrating and engineering that is necessary. But if we do that without imagination um, and, and, and engagement with folks that probably have better answers than, than any one or two people may have in a room, I think we can, I think we can start to construct the, some, some new social contracts um, with each other and reimagine what are the necessary systems and structures that could support um, a, a equitable, just, and liberative community and, and society. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're almost out of time, but I have some rapid fire questions for you. Awesome. We're bar borrow, I think we're borrowing this from Brene Brown, who we both adore. Uh, yeah. So, all right, here we go. Uh, I'm going to start the sentence. You're going to complete it. I am passionate about. Adventure. Anyone that knows me, it's like, what is my next adventure? Um, and I, I'd say also really creating intergenerational space. Um, for healing and, and creativity for Black families and Black communities. And what are you currently reading, watching, or listening to? Give us a couple of examples. Um, honestly, because they literally were sitting on my desk, so I can even show you. 
It is Feeding the Soul by Tabitha Brown. I just love her and she speaks to my spirit and soul in so many ways. And true to form, I am a born facilitator, but I'm always wanting to learn and grow in that area. So the Art of Gathering um, by Priya Parker. Um, so those are the two that are sort of presently in my, um, I catch up and, and read where, where I can, but the Art of Gathering is, has, has been really anchoring me lately um, as I've been working with partners uh, to really think about how we um, get intentional about the purpose for bringing people together and then how do you create and host um, gatherings that bring bring that forward yeah yeah in I know my that spare... wasn't rapid fire I'll be rapid for the next <laughs> one <laughs> in my spare time I like to oh man I've been binging so much tv uh so I binge watch tv series and there's a whole list of them so I won't name them all and I think my favorite thing is road tripping to Baltimore to play with my grandson Zachary uh-huh. Oh, he's so cute. So cute. He is. Your twin. Yes. <laughs> in 10 years, this one's going to be hard rapid fire too. In 10 years, the change I hope to see is. Yeah, I can't be rapid on it, but I'll be as succinct as I can be on it. Uh, I really hope to see uh, people that are most impacted by some of the inequities when I think about health, economic, and education inequities are truly leading the way to, to reimagine and, and redesign the systems and structure and sort of service delivery that I think is necessary to truly have transformative impact. That they're, yeah. act, you know, that they're active partners and designers and, and implementers at all of the levels of, of impact. So individual community and systems level, because I think it takes all of that and that we anchor it in, in healing and restoring and, and liberation. Like if we don't anchor things and the things we know are most necessary uh, we'll just keep creating stuff, but we won't heal and, 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 and we won't all be free. And I want to be free. I don't know about you. Got a couple quotes back here about my freedom. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to leave it here for today. I am so glad to be on a team with you and I'm glad to be at Root Cause. And um, I think we're going to let you interview some people next. So uh, we don't have to write bios that we feel uncomfortable with. We really I know. Or you can read our bios and, and also get to know us a little bit more. Because yes. I, I, I love my work here at Root Cause because it allows me to really live out what I think I'm, I'm divinely here to do and do that with community across the country, which is beautiful. <laughs>